you will fail. So what? Everybody does. But your gym, your watch, your yoga pants, they pretend you won't. So when you miss a day, eat the pancakes. Give up on a workout? You failed? Seriously, what the hell? We're body. We've been a part of that too, but not anymore. At body, we're rejecting perfection and embracing reality. Not in a pizza Monday kind of way, in a loving your whole life kind of way. In a, this workout is fun and it's okay if I take a week off kind of way. In an, I'm eating healthy and it's okay if I indulge kind of way. In a, I like myself no matter what kind of way. Yeah, you will fail. We all will. But we're not going to let that be the end. You see that? We're already making progress. So let's keep going. We are body. Start your free trial at body.com. That's B O D I dot com. Real moms of Bravo. Real moms of Bravo. Real moms of Bravo. Real moms of Bravo. Hello, happy whatever day it is when you're listening. We are going to dive right into this week and maybe the most enjoyable Beverly Hills episode in the last five years. I loved this episode. I actually laughed out loud. It was really fun. I just think anytime, and I feel like you love this word levity. I I like that you use this word, Abby, but I feel like anytime there's like lightness and it's just kind of like fun. Yes. And like silly. yeah, Yeah. Silly. It's fun to see the women get drunk and be dumb. And dare I say, I really enjoyed Erica Jane. <laughs> oh, she was amazing. I, I like was watching. It, I was like, if she would have been this like kind of vulnerable and let her guard down. And like, I loved the interactions with her and Sutton, like throughout the entire episode. I'm like, I feel like people, she might've gotten a little bit more of the Jin Shaw response. Had she kind of embraced this fun side to her. Now it does make me a little nervous that like, Garcelle's like, I think she was mixing a lot of alcohol and like anti-anxiety and antidepressants. I'm like, oh no, do I like a, um, like a troubled Erica Jane, but a I self-medicated Erica yeah. Jane. Yeah. <laughs> no, was, I mean, yeah. I mean, let's just call a spade a spade. She was entertaining and she was pleasant. Like her talking with Sutton about the men on Bumble and stuff. Like I loved it. You know what's really weird, and I don't know why I had this comparison, but drunk EJ reminded me of, like, Ruth from Ozark, like, the kind of energy she was giving off this episode was just, like, I don't know. Just, just very, like, <laughs> monotone. Yeah. I mean, she yeah, like, like, just, like, the fuck off, like, whatever. Yeah. Like, it, I don't know. That's, like. I ruined that couch. Me. Whatever. Yeah. Um, it I was, just made me laugh. I also loved the clips. I would have liked to have seen a little bit more of, like. <laughs> the woman kind of like messing with her passed out. Like when Kyle was throwing the bread at her and Sutton's like, you know, what is it like um, be nice to the dead or whatever. I mean, it was just, it just seemed like they were all having fun. Everyone except Diana. Like I really, I liked Diana in the beginning because I'm like, oh wow, she's so different. She's so rich. She's all these things. But like, I feel like she's kind of personal, like purposely singling herself out. She's like, I'm just going to go swim. And then like, I don't know. I feel like she doesn't really make an effort to get to know really any of the women. I mean, my mind's made up with the racist comment that she made. um, Yeah. (laughs) Recently. Um, I just think, you know, she doesn't serve any purpose. Um, She, she just, 
I, truthfully, and I know I'm like moving forward to like the end of the episode, but I would be upset. I know Sutton can be like a little overdramatic um, about certain situations, but I would have been like hurt by that. If someone said that to me, like, I can't sit with you. Like, what are we yeah. in high well, school? Especially because like you saw, we saw the captions because the cameras weren't on the plane yet, but we saw everyone be like, oh yeah, sit anywhere, sit anywhere. And then she was like, no, where were you sitting last time? I think, I really think Diana was coached by Renna to come in and kind of be she even says it. We saw the preview for the next episode and it was in the trailer for the season. Like you need a new villain. Here I am. I really think Rena coached her. And I think, I just think it's interesting that Diana's holding on to this vegetarian that eats bacon thing. Like who the fuck cares if Sutton has a piece of bacon, but most of the time is otherwise vegetarian. Like I know people who like, I eat like not myself, but people like I eat pretty much like clean 99% of the time. But you know, if it's summer and there's Ted Drew's ice cream, shout out to Ted Drew's and those in St. Louis know it. I'm going to go have some, like, I don't think that I hold that over their head. Like, well, then you really don't eat healthy because one time you had ice cream. Like I, th- I just think Diana's holding onto weird things. And I think it's odd that she's picking people that Rena didn't necessarily get along with. She's not like holding Dorit's feet to the fire or really not even holding Erica Jane's feet to the fire, but it's really mostly Garcelle and Sutton. And I just think that's interesting that those are the two people that Rena hasn't always gotten along with. Yeah, no. And mark my words, Denise Richards will be coming back. I don't think she will. And will be replacing Diana. I think she will for a couple of reasons. I think Garcelle mentioning her is like kind of we starting that relationship um, she was photographed with Sutton and Garcelle, like they went and had a lunch and she's been commented that like, she like, she like misses it. The only reason why I think she won't um, is I don't know. Maybe she'll come back as friend of, and can kind of pick and choose what is being shown and discussed. I don't think she's going to want Sammy's only fans being part of the storyline. And I could see Rena making sure it is brought up every time there's a camera around. I, I don't know. I I think that's fair. However, I think she would, I think she could, I think she could do it. I think she could do it, but I, I, she could do it. I don't know. We'll see. I I would rather have a half either friend of Denise Richards or full blown cast member Denise Richards than what we have with um, Diana. But I also think having Denise back would, you know, I think it'd be like an even split versus sides yeah. And we know she will go for Rena. Yeah. So like I'm, I'm like, I don't know. I'm here for it. Who knows? I think we need a, a balance of point. power. We that's need a totally balance a valid power. point, but I can see a la Margaret Joseph's Denise getting ahead of it and just like airing it all out and just saying like, yeah, she's on OnlyFans, like whatever, like yeah. saying what she did in her Instagram. Well, and I mean, isn't Delilah on OnlyFans? Maybe Rena will be careful. I don't, is she? I don't know. I thought she was for a brief moment. I thought there were screenshots circulating around Reddit, but also take that with a grain of salt. Um, But yeah, overall, I think it was like such a fun episode. This like does give me like, I always say like a sense of nostalgia, like the housewives I loved before because, and I saw some other people post me on, because it was about on a trip, like just having fun and being silly and being goofy. And like, I think for most of us that have gone on girls trips, that's how it goes. There's always somebody that gets a little bit overserved. It's a lot of laughing. It's not really a lot of fighting. It's not a lot of like Twitter wars. It's not like pulling up social media captions and comments and stuff like that. And 
I think, you know, when you look back to some of the earlier years of Housewives, social media obviously wasn't, you know, part of the fourth wall the way it is now. And so I kind of liked that like sense of like, oh, this is how Housewives used to be. It used to be really fun and silly. And yeah, there was like some drama, but also people resolved it as we saw with Erica and Sutton. Although I love they both say that they don't like each other, but they had a lot of fun together. No, I thought it was great. I just think that's awesome. Like, I just think it's, that's like human refreshing. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like refreshing. They were like, to me, that to me, those like taking a page out of like what we see often in Atlanta and Potomac, like just having fun, like having a moment. It's like when you see Giselle and Karen getting along and like laughing, like it's It's, nice. It's the best. Well, and you know what? I would even throw Salt Lake City in there. I mean, there were times when like none of them could get along and then they're all partying till 4am and waking up in each other's beds. I think that's part of it. It can't just constantly be this like dark fighting and the cease and desist and the, like just the questioning of all the legal battles. Like I, we need some of that fun sprinkled in and we definitely had it with Beverly Hills this week. Although I do feel like I don't think a drunken girl's trip could save Dubai. Anthony and I talked about this last week. It doesn't, it's like, it just, it's, it doesn't hit the mark the way I thought it would. And it started off really strong in the first episode, but now I'm realizing it was just, they're all overacting. It's overproduced. It's over the top. And it just feels so like force and fake, even the interaction between Chanel and Caroline at the end of the episode. And they're like, well, I want to have a relationship with you. And then everyone's like, then do it. And then they're cheersing and they're fine. I'm like, this isn't how it ever goes. You know, I'm, I'm glad you're saying that. And that you did say that with Anthony side note, I'm so happy to be reunited. Oh, I know. I'm like thrilled. It's been weeks. It's been weeks. Yeah. It's been weeks. So we're temporarily back until Abby has a baby. I'm just two weeks together. Yeah. So happy to be talking to you, but yeah, no, I was, I felt the same way. It just felt to me, it clear, it's clear as, is it mud? <laughs> clear I as mean, no, clear as mud is when something doesn't make sense, but it's clear, crystal clear to you. Well, I was just going to say that they are, that they're not friends. Yes. Yeah. That like, is to me, like they're not, it's like very clear to me that they're, none of them are really friends. It just feels like very disjointed. Um, Sarah, and then um, I'm missing the other girl's name. Nina. Nina. Yeah. I'm like, what purpose do you serve? Are you guys yeah. friend of, but I think you're actually like full-time cast members. Like it just all doesn't really make sense to me. Sergio has way too much screen time. Way Caroline too much. needs to like dump his ass or I don't know. Well, also like she's 45. Are they really going to have a baby? This is so stupid. This is like when Melissa was like, maybe we're going to have another kid. You know what I think happened? I think Caroline queen of reality TV. I, I I mean, I love her. I think she's meant for reality TV, but I think when she moved to Dubai, I bet she just was like observing and kind of put, trying to put together the perfect cast. And I think she just picked people within society that she thought would be great for the show. But like you were saying, like the disconnect is obvious. They're not all friends. They don't really seem like they ever really hang out. Like, I don't even know. I'm guessing that Caroline picked, you know, Chanel just so that they could, like kind of butt heads, but obviously they never hang out or really friends with one another. It seems like they like really don't even know anything about the other person. It just seems like really forced. And like, we can smell that bullshit from a mile away as housewives fans. And it sucks. And I'm going to continue to watch because I want a new franchise to do well. Like I don't want it to flop. It's just kind of like, like I'm not, I'm just not feeling it. I will say the one housewife that I've 
I've like really enjoyed like watching her scenes is Lisa and her family dynamics. It's like really cute uh-huh. and interesting to me. And um, plus like, they're such a hot couple. And then he is I, so attractive. Yeah. Like, yeah. And then I do love Caroline B like the, her little moments. Like I thought it was sweet with her son and like the bullying, but like every side conversation, we never see them together. Really. They're all like in their own homes doing their own things. Like you don't really see like, I don't know. It's like, we love them all individually. I really do. I think each woman has an interesting, just who they are is an interesting storyline. Like Chanel, you know, was supposed to marry her cousin and her culture and where she came from. And like, you know, her story is so interesting. Lisa's story. I love the fact that all three of her kids have different accents because they've, you know, been so many different parts of the world. And yeah, I agree with Caroline B obviously Caroline Stanberry. We love her. Nina and Sarah, I kind of don't really feel like I've kind of a connection with them yet, but I feel like individually they have a, they all are great, but collectively it's missing. Um, I did love the moment with Caroline um, Brooks and her son. And I also thought it was really, I like that she also took a moment to tell him like this. I have you take the bus because I want you to socialize with a lot of kids, like everyone at like, not everyone else, but she was saying like a lot of kids take it, have a driver, but then you're never talking with other kids like at your school. And I just, I mean, I like appreciate her trying to give him like a sense of like, you need Normalcy. to get to know. Yeah. Like normal kids, like kids take the bus and you're still going to a very good school, even though it's public. And, um, but yeah, like once you get them all together, it just feels so forced. It just feels so, I mean, that argument between Caroline and like Chanel Iman was like so weird how she like went off. Like it just felt like to me, it's like, okay, here's my cue. Yeah. And now I'm going to yell at you for well, talking to my husband and, and, like, then, and then say like, about it. you were like, oh, he's one of Oh, he's one of them now. And then she's like, I didn't say that. I was saying how nice that moment was. I'm like, I can't wait for the reunion when they're like playback footage. Like what Caroline said is claiming she said and what was said are completely different. And like, this is only like a 10 minute time lapse. This isn't like, you know, this was two weeks ago. And she's like, no, I think what I said was this. It's it's bizarre. I agree. It feels like, yeah, I was like, there's a cue card or like someone's like, okay, this is how this fight's going to go and make sure you, you know, you don't forget to say this line. And um, either they're producing themselves or someone's overproducing them. And it's just not, it's yeah, just not working. It's just not work. And there's a lot, like you said, there's so much there. Like I want more of like Chanel and her Idaho husband. Like, I just love like how <laughs> different people like end up together. And I just, I kind of just love that. Like, I don't know. It's just, ugh, it's all over the place. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, before we dive into it, Lena, one thing that is not missing the mark and feeling forced to us and hopefully us talking about it all the time. Does it feel forced to you? Um, you're going to be hearing a lot about Organifi. They are now a long-term partner of ours. We're so excited to be working with them because we've really loved using their products. You've heard me talk about the, um, gold juice that I've really enjoyed. My husband is still like hardcore into the green juice. Like he really, I think it just makes him feel good. Like knowing you're getting so many nutrients and vitamins. Kyle is like always on like a health kick. Is he getting into the stuff yet? Yeah, he loves the red juice. Um, We're both into the Organifi Glow, which is all about your complexion. Um, It's a vegan superfood blend that will hydrate your skin, moisturize and support your body's natural collagen and elasticity. I mean, we all need a little bit of that and it tastes really good. It's a raspberry lemonade. I love lemonade. It's hot outside. It's very refreshing. And I like that I'm drinking something that not only tastes good, but I'm also getting a lot out of it too. 
And if you guys would like a discount off your order, go to Organifi.com slash real moms. Um, or if you just go to Organifi.com, enter real moms in as a promo code and you will get a discount at checkout. All right, let's talk Atlanta. I actually loved this episode. I love Sonia. I don't know. Like, I mean, I guess I should have just known that I was going to love her because I love Sonia with the sexy J and now we've Sonya. got Sonia with the sexy Y. I yes. love her. Yeah. I think she's, I, I love her, but I, I think she kind of misses the mark when she's fighting like oh, in her, her arguments, but <laughs> I, I think she practices her reads and I love it. I'm like, you were, I just, I feel like that's how I would be if yeah. I was on housewives. Yeah. No, she's like, I, I like get where she's getting at. Like, I honestly, I feel like it'd be almost like me too, in a way. Like I just like cannot articulate exactly why I'm pissed off, but here are all the words and all the things I'm trying to say to you. And it makes no sense. Like the whole, I love that mama Joyce was like all of us, like $25 over makeup. Like, it's like, why are we fighting? I mean, like, I feel like if you were like, Hey, I forgot my wallet and your lunch was $25. I wouldn't even like bring it up ever. I'd just be like, okay. Like that was just me getting a friend lunch. Like getting somebody a touch up on their makeup for $25. And these are supposed to be women that are like successful and wealthy. And this is what they're fighting over. I agree. I, I love Mama Joyce being like, why are we even talking about this for $25? That's what's just so insignificant. It's just funny to me, but that's like uh, classic housewives. That's like the petty shit. Like even though we're laughing yes, and joking about I it, I love like, it. That's like the stuff I like, like to see more of because it's so ridiculous that it's like funny and fun. Uh, I completely agree. I, um, I also, I just loved everyone's reaction to Sonia's read because she was like, I am a four-time, you know, metal, like gold medalist. I don't need you for clout, which also I'm like, Drew, who are you in this world that you think people are using you for clout? Like yeah. no one really, I mean, like I did actually watch the game and I like vaguely remember Drew being on it. She wasn't like this major part. And so it is funny to me that she would like even throw it out there that somebody is using Drew to gain more clout because I, I just... I think you could say about candy in the music industry and in the restaurant industry. You could say it. I mean, you could honestly say it about Kenya. You could say it about probably not about Sheree, but you know what? I, like, I just feel like there's other women. To, yeah. I would like want to about Sheree because I love Sheree, but yes, no, absolutely. And I love that Sonia's sister even pointed that out. She was like, she was hardly on like in the game. So yeah, she really wasn't. Uh, so yeah. Drew drop it by Drew. What? Um, Speaking of petty, how much did you love? Candy's like, I have all these great clothes. I'm going to donate them to Marlo and her, you know, um, organization. And Marlo's like, you know, I don't, I don't want my girls getting hand-me-downs. I want them to see tags. And I just feel like it was so awkward. And then I do agree. And I applaud Kenya, who's kind of somehow become the voice of reason this season so far, uh, saying like, let's not vilify Candy for trying to donate to your organization and your charity. Like, I think that's a really nice thing that she was trying to give you a bunch of clothes that probably were pretty nice. I'm guessing it's like, you know, I don't think Candy's just giving her like the free t-shirts and like swag she gets from attending like random conferences. Yeah, no, I think she was being genuine. I feel like gently used clothes. Like if, especially she says, she said she wore some of these, these things one time. However, like it's classic Marlo. I think had Marlo gone in and told the story as to why she wants new from the yeah. women, I think they probably would have rolled their eyes, but probably would have given her a little bit of a pass. Like I've really enjoyed kind of learning more about Marlo's background, um, the struggles that she went through. And it, yeah, she didn't need to get upset, but I think that extra context might've like 
given they would have given her maybe a little bit of a pass. Maybe a little bit. I um I think a lot of the women too have shared how they like kind of had humble beginnings themselves. And so Kenya was like, you know, basically saying like everything I owned was a hand-me-down. So if I would have ever said I only want things with tags, I wouldn't have had clothes. Um and I and I get what and I do applaud Marlo on what she's trying to do, but I thought like almost trying to like talk poorly about Candy, who didn't know that that was Marlo's stance on it, and also was just trying to do a good thing. Yeah. I um, but I agree. I've loved getting to know Marlo. I feel like this episode, she really shared a lot. I think it was this moment, I'm like, okay, this is like the difference of being a friend of and being a full-time housewife. Cause I think if she was friend of we would have heard about the lead up to the phone call with her sister. We would have heard about the after. Now we didn't actually see the phone call really take place, but like the cameras were right there. I think probably as her sister got on, they like, they weren't allowed to film that. And then, but we saw like just having that immediate reaction. It's so crushing. It's so sad. And I think it, I mean, it really does shed light on a bigger issue. And then the people that are incarcerated suffering with mental challenges, it's, there's not a lot of, resources and opportunity for them to better themselves, even with a judge who's trying to get her sister into an inpatient treatment and she's refusing. Um, and there's really no one there that she trusts that can help her and help advocate for her. So it was just such a heartbreaking thing to watch. And I think it showed so much of Marlo's strength. I mean, just oh, the way she's absolutely. raising these boys and what she's dealing with. And my heart breaks for those boys because no matter what, regardless of what their mom's going through, they're going to feel that rejection. And I can tell, like, when you saw, like, Marla crushing down and crying and, like, she didn't want them to feel that pain that she felt. Like, yeah, uh, just like, oh, it just hurts And she's such a good mom to them. I mean, she's so, like, a a munty to them. But, um, I mean, nothing kind of replaces your mom. And knowing that your mom isn't doing everything she could to, like, better herself so that she could see you at a young age, I mean, these boys are not, you know, they're not in their twenties, they're young teenagers. I just, it is really, it's so heartbreaking. And I think though, like, this is actually like the timing of Marlo getting a peach was kind of perfect. Cause I feel like she probably wouldn't have wanted to share this a couple of years ago. You know, I think yeah. like the way the progression of knowing more about her relationship with her nephews and how she's raising them. And I also think too, that was part of the reason why she was probably so hurt when Sonia didn't include her in a celebration of moms because even though she didn't birth these boys she is raising them she's their legal guardian and she's very much in every definition and sense of the word mom a mother to these boys absolutely before we wrap up atlanta i need to know your take on sheree's life coach oh my god i think (laughs) life coach is a a very um generous phrase. I feel like it's more just like a friend sitting down to like shoot the shit. And it's just like a a friend who maybe like is a little bit more blunt and like straightforward with you. Um, but his, some of the things that he was telling her, I was like, okay. When he was like talking about when a man is incarcerated and you know, he's got this woman and he basically is like, and he's jacking off to you like for lack of a better word. I was like, I don't understand how this is part of the life coach journey, but um, he, I mean, he's um, descriptive. I will say yeah, that. Her facial expressions that entire time was like so uncomfortable. Like to me, this feels like a man who wants to date Sheree, which seems to yes. be a problem that she has. All these men want her and she doesn't want them. Um, but I just, I just needed to comment on that, um, because I thought it was so funny. <laughs> um, I, I actually like, 
uh, it found it very comical, but yeah. And the same time I felt bad for him. Like this is her life coach. Like this is like, I don't know, poor Sheree. Um, but all right, well that wraps up this week in Bravo. Very excited that Southern charm is coming, actually coming out tonight. We're recording this on Thursday. Um, so we will be covering it in our, um, podcast episodes going forward, but, um, really excited. Southern charm will be coming back. Um, and then for those of you guys wondering, uh, we're still deciding what we're going to do for ultimate girls trip, but that also comes out this evening on Peacock and the first three episodes, um, will be released at once. So lots of great Bravo things to be excited about, um, in the next, uh, coming days. All right. That leads us to our shout out. And I feel like we haven't done this in so long. Vanessa, who's your shout out this week? My shout out goes to moms. All you mamas listening, I had a rough ass morning. My kid was up at five. My other kid told me she hated me. Oh, was <laughs> yeah. it? That's nice. Exactly. It was like so, so nice. Like such a great way to start my day. And in it, I was like, man, as mothers and yes, dads too. But I just like wanted to take an appreciation for us as moms and all the shit we deal with that and how we have to roll through the punches and start your work day as if none of that had even happened. So shout out to you for um, sticking through it and (laughs) continuing to move on even when life feels chaotic. I love that. I want to give my shout out to anyone that works at the DMV. I had to get, um, it's like a long story, but we bought a vehicle we were leasing and we're selling it and I had to get it retitled. And as I was there, this person called not only asking questions that they could have easily found online, but they were also like asking like, where's the nearest place to get an emissions test. And like, we're giving their location. And she's like, this person was so nice. She's like, I don't know the closest Valvoline to city hall. I'm sorry. Like we're based here in Maplewood, Missouri. Like, but I was like, wow, like that guy thought this was a concierge service. Like you are a lot more patient than me. And she's like, oh, we get that stuff all the time. So I, as much as everyone like dogs on the DMV and says it's like terrible, I had a great experience. She was so nice. But I also then thought about like, this is why they get a little pissy because they probably get five calls like that in a row. And then somebody comes up and like gets mad because they didn't know they're supposed to have a form filled out. And they're just following the process and following the rules for their job. So I want to give a shout out to anybody that works at the DMV because I, um, I experienced just a wide range of people's reactions and experiences with the coworkers there. And I just want to say, I, uh, I hear you, I see you and you're doing a great job. So oh, that's with, so nice. Yeah. Well, I mean, cause you know, everyone like really does dread the DMV. I was dreading it. And then I was like, oh, that person was so nice and so helpful. And like that phone call was so ridiculous. So, um, also shout out to the deer Creek, uh, license office in Maplewood, Missouri. They are always my favorite <laughs> I've one. I've been to that one. I've been to the that best. One. It's the best one. You can check it online too. People use the I know. app. They've made yeah. things so much more efficient with the checking in online. Anyways, you guys yes. can come to listen to us to tell, give you the best tips on DMV. But but- thank you guys for listening to us. We do really appreciate it. Um, so here comes the spiel, an easy free way to support us. Hit five stars. If you've had 30 seconds in your day, leave us a written review. It really does help as we try to get more uh, Bravo celebrity talent on the podcast And then if you'd like to support us in a monetary way, you can join our Patreon for as little as $3 a month. Just go to patreon.com slash real moms or yeah, slash real moms or maybe real moms of Bravo. 
I should know that, but I think it's real moms of Bravo. Yeah. <laughs> this is your uh, mom pregnancy break. Yeah. <laughs> You'll find it. Usually our, I feel like all of our codes for stuff is real moms. So I got really thrown off there. Yeah. But real moms of Bravo. Um, and you can listen to our weekly updates for as little as $3 a month. Thank you guys so much for supporting us and we will catch you next week.